Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Jason, hi. Hey. How are you? Good. Good. Do you feel exhausted? We just recorded that video. It's like both exhausting and exhilarating. I know, it's glorious. You're talking about Christ. Yeah, you're talking about Jesus. It's fantastic. And then you get down, you're like, bah. I know. It's amazing. I think some of that is because I feel like I'm, we're, because some of these questions are like, we're defending something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not not like in an aggressive way. No, no, no. No one's asking it in a bad way. No one's attacking it. No, 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 no. But we're trying to like unpack things clearly. So it's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, and help people work. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's so interesting. Uh, before we start this next one, it's really interesting. I was reading um, John Newton, and he yeah. was talking about how when he first like turned his life around, yeah. he says, "I was on the boat, and I got off the boat, and I and I had vowed to not sin anymore. And I was <laughs> I was very repentant over my mm-hmm. sin." He said, "I acknowledge God's grace in forgiving what was past." But his exact language is, I depended chiefly on my own efforts in change going forward. Isn't that crazy? And he says, I cannot <laughs> consider myself to have been a believer. The fact that he would even know that, it's so amazing. I mean, that's an amazing sentence. Yeah. I'm not a, I wasn't a Christian. Yeah. He says, I, I he knew, knew stuff. Yeah, he had tons of head knowledge. New truth. Yeah, and he was trying his best to be good on the outside. But yeah. he says, I, I had this past. I, could, I knew that God had forgiven me for my sins, but I knew, but I, it was me. It was my effort. Which... I wasn't communing with Christ. I wasn't saved. No. I mean, that is stunning. That's crazy. I think that's Whitfield and Wesley's own experiences, right? They yeah. were like pastors. Yeah, yeah. And then they got saved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wesley, obviously, he's like teaching, right? Think and, about that for yeah. a second. I know. Whitfield's like, oh, I'm not saved. Dang. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I better get saved. It's that, It's the Methodism, dude. They were yeah. all just nutty. Yeah, because they were like, they were like zealous for the gospel and great yeah. commission, but they didn't have a heart for Christ. They didn't yeah. know Jesus. It wasn't actually Christ. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. It's just interesting. So the question is. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry. No, you have to answer this one. So the question we came from a really dear listener, dear member of our church, mm-hmm. has to do with Romans 6, the question yeah, there. Yeah. And carnal Christianity, those kind of, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. mentioned that in the equipping class, yeah, right? Yeah. Cheap grace. Yeah. And stuff like that. Uh, uh, just pure antinomianism. Yeah, yeah. So Romans 5, 20, a glorious verse, like, you know, like when you sin, when there's yeah. sin and it increases, grace super abounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so amazing. Paul's like... Paul's playing the, uh, the the devil's advocate here, right? right. And he says, but then someone can see that doctrine, yeah, yeah. this uh, this doctrine of free grace, yeah, unconditioned yeah. grace. Yeah. Doesn't that mean we can just do whatever we want? Isn't that a isn't that just a license to sin? Yeah. And Paul's like, bah. <laughs> so how do we? Yes, good. you know, like why don't we just like if we know God's gonna forgive us at the end, yeah, why don't we just, just sin and do whatever we want until we die? Totally. And right before we die, let's yeah. repent. Yeah, yeah, and that's actually a really good. I, that's actually a really good question. I, I, you kind of basically answered it there. I'm I mean, so that, sorry. No, no, it's good. I love that. I love that you're soapboxy and preachy. It's good. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Soap- it makes my heart happy. Okay, so you're right. Unconditional grace. You have yeah. this unbelievable offer of freeness where sin abounds, grace abounds yeah. all the more. Oh, sorry. His question was, yeah, is it conditioned at all? Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. what what if you read Romans five twenty twenty one? You're okay. Like, Zero condition. Okay. God's grace is no condition on God's grace. No strings attached. No strings attached. In that sense. And yeah. the, and we have to be very careful to defend that truth, right? Okay. Because it's not anything I do that gets me to heaven. When I stand in the presence of Christ, He's not going to be like, "Did you pass?" You know. C minus. I'll let you in, show but you're your, not. Show him your essays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna say. He's gonna say. Why should I let you into heaven? My answer needs to be, Christ alone. Right. The righteousness Amen. of your Son alone. That's it. I have nothing to offer you to enter into the presence Amen. of, of into that's your presence. That's the pure gospel. Which we want to defend that like hardcore. So a uh, totally yeah, unconditional to grace. Yeah. Sin is completely forgiven, past, yeah. present, and future. Yeah. Which obviously begs the question, and that, and the fact that we would even that this dear listener would even ask that question shows he's following the logic of Romans. It is right here. The very next sentence yeah. is, "Which we say then, verse one, are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? In other words, can I just do whatever I want, and I can yeah. sin?" 
And the language there, it's actually a tricky sentence. Okay, go Can ahead. Can I just do whatever I want? <laughs> right? That's a really tricky sentence. Whatever because, I want. Yeah, exactly. What did I used to want? What did Bad I used to want? things. Bad things. This is my former manner of life. Yeah. I did all sorts of sinful things. I didn't Paul want God. Says, I didn't want God. Paul no. says, in the former manner of life, you you went after all these things. You're First right. Peter chapter 4. Oh, yeah. You went after them when all of this dissipation. Yeah. But what Paul says is, in verse 2, how shall we who died to sin still live in it? What Paul says is, your wants aren't there anymore. You've died to all those past wants. What do you have now? You have new wants. You have new new desires. I have a new self because I've been regenerated. I've been born again. So the reality of the grace of God rebirths me in such a way that I want to obey God. And that's what Paul says in Romans chapter 7. The things that I want to do... I'm not doing. Yep. I long to obey, and yet I still struggle with sin. What is that? It's just my flesh, which is still attached to me, which is yeah. still coming after me all the time. Yeah. But my heart, my inner man, longs to obey God. My Amen. wants have been changed. Mm-hmm. So a person who says, I got saved, unconditional grace, I can do whatever I want, and by that they mean sin like crazy. Of course. They're actually saying, I'm not actually regenerated. They're I'm not, not saved. saved. Yeah. But a person who says, I got saved, unconditional grace, mm. Can't I, I want to do whatever I want, but man, I want to obey God, and I find myself sinning. Is God still gracious to me for those sins, oh, even though I have flesh attached course. to me? And the answer is, of course, God is still course, gracious. Yeah. And if we if we flip that on its head and we say God okay. is actually angry at you for those sins, for a true believer, a true believer who's sinning or struggling with sin, struggling with some sin, yeah. wrestling, I say God is angry with you. You stop because He's angry. You should be fearful because God may re- remove His grace from you. I, I'm actually contradicting Paul. Yeah. I'm contradicting Romans 5, yeah. 20 and 21. Yeah. Paul would never have said that. Paul would have said the opposite. Yeah. In fact, he says the opposite <laughs> in chapter 7 and chapter 8. Yeah. So we want to be very cautious trying to fix a heart that's wrestling against sin by offering them law. Yeah. Or the terror fear of the Lord. Or the terror of the Lord, the terror of the law. Yeah. God will condemn you because you violated his law. The answer is the exact opposite of that. Isn't that crazy? It is the grace of God and the in the regeneration that changes me so that I then walk in, in righteousness. I need to walk in the Spirit. And to do that, I need to trust that, Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation for, for me in Christ Jesus. Mm. Anything else is false. That's right? amazing. And so we want to stay away from like terror, threats, fear. Yeah. Just uh, pure guilt and just shame. pure guilt and shame. Okay. Law. And, and the reason for that is because those things yeah. will not actually motivate. Those things will demotivate a truly regenerated heart. Yeah. Now, if you have a heart that is, that is, you're not sure where a person's at, okay. you can caution them about the realities of what it means to be truly regenerated and walk by, yeah. walk by faith in the Spirit yeah. of God and, yeah. and inform them about the reality of the love of Christ changing them. Yeah. But man, we want to be super careful before we, we, before we lay that at somebody's door who's a professing believer. Yeah, I mean, if their lives continue, would you say, like, if they continue to show a pattern of unrepentant sin, of course. you can warn them, like, well, Hebrews 6. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. If, you, if you have someone who's like, just, like, rushing headlong into sin, and they're like, hey, the grace of God covers me, I'm fine. If anyone actually says that. Yeah, yeah. Hebrews 6 would say, eh, you're not saved. Yeah, you you're need, in you're, dire... You're in mm-hmm. huge danger of mm-hmm. not actually being a believer. And then I would warn them, and I yeah. would caution them about the terrorism. Yeah. But when you have a person who's wrestling with sin in their heart, yeah. like, hey, man, I hate this, Yeah. but I'm still doing the thing I hate, yeah. like Paul says. Yeah. We would never want to lay at their door the terror of God. Yeah. Because that's the opposite of what happens. When Paul says at the end of Romans 7, Romans 7.25. Don't go there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Paul says in Romans 7.25, Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. <laughs> I mean, that's what turns his heart. It doesn't turn his yeah. heart to know, man, God might punish me, so therefore I'm going to straighten up on the outside, even though my heart doesn't want to do it. No, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that at all. He says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then eight one, he says, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Yeah. He's turning the reality of chapter 5, verses 21, 20 yeah. and 21, yeah. and he's saying, yeah, I've got wrestlings in my heart, but yeah. the reality of that grace of God now leads me into 
the power of the spirit, mm. which then gener- regener- which then changes my heart and life. It's amazing. Together. So he gets to the pit. Yeah. Wretched man. Yeah. You have to get there. Totally. But you can't just stay there. Yeah. And he doesn't. The very next thought is thanks be to God because yeah. of Jesus Christ. Jesus, no condemnation. Jesus died for my sins. Justification. Yeah. yeah. And that yields a life in the spirit. Which is the rest of Romans 8 and then yeah. on through the yeah, and then rest of the book. Was yeah. that, that played out. Yeah. Totally. So then real quick, not real quick, but what would you say about like, what's the place of like fear, the fear of the Lord? Oh, yeah. yeah First yeah. John talks about that. Yeah. First Peter talks about that. Obvious, I think believers, we know that it's not terror or fear, like God's going to totally. strike you down, yeah. okay? But then what, like, how do you think through that as, yeah. a, as a believer in light of gospel, in light of grace, in light of all the things that we just said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, such a good question. And I, I think we get in trouble with fear of the Lord. Okay, go ahead. Uh, all the time. <laughs> because, and we'll, we'll get to First John, because I think that's the okay, first Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in chapter uh, 12 of Hebrews, Hebrews 12, 12 28. Okay. He says, therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. Okay. For our God is a consuming fire. Okay. So he's like, God is this burning fire of <laughs> holiness. You should be terrified of God. And, yeah. and, and he says, yeah, you should be, but you have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You're going to heaven. You're going to be with him forever. And yeah. that can't be ever taken from you. So what, what, does, that ha- what does that do? It's, you you yeah. know the reality of the holiness of God, yeah. but the reality of his grace and mercy to you in Christ. Mm-hmm. Which then turns your heart, and then you say, "You know what? I, I've, I've I've received something that can never be taken from me." Yeah. Thank you. Grateful. <laughs> I don't deserve yeah. this because you're a burning fire of holiness, and I am unrighteous. But you have cleansed me by the blood of Christ. You yeah. brought me into your kingdom once yep. and for all, forever. And therefore, I can I I can have reverence and awe before you, yeah. but not terror. Yeah. Which is First John, right? That's yeah, the yeah, verse yeah. that you brought up. First John chapter yeah. four. Yeah. Um, he says in verse eighteen, "There is no fear in love." But perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. There you go. So we have that definition, fear. Do you fear God? And we would say, yes, you yes, should we fear do. God. Yeah, we should. But not in the sense of like terror because John says fear involves punishment. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. So the love of Christ has cast out the terror of God. Mm. And what it's replaced it with is reverence and awe, knowing mm. how holy God is mm. and how unrighteous I am and mm. how little I deserve for him to love me. And yet he does. Mm. Yeah, it sets me free to rejoice in his presence. Yeah, you get... Thankfulness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Immediate fruit, gratitude. You're like, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, it is I mean, that. Literally, you know, yeah. when you're like, dang, I can't believe it. Like, if you think about the them at the foot of Sinai with thunder, yeah. smoke, and cloud. Yeah. I mean, that's what he. That's, that's he, what he's, he's doing, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's, it's like that God. If he is unleashed on you without Christ on you, yeah, you are more than toast. Totally for all eternity, yeah. and like you've been saved from that. Yeah. It's like no more punishment. Yeah. So I think that's where okay. the fear, that word gets real tricky. In English, we've got to be careful yeah, about it. Okay. Because John says there isn't love. There isn't fear in love. Mm. And the author of Hebrews says you should have fear. Yeah. So who's right? And yeah. the answer is it's definitional, right? Mm-hmm. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. But there is reverence and awe in the reality of who God is and yeah. what he saved you from. And when you do that, it is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're like, ooh, God is huge. And I'm a sinner, but I'm forgiven. Walk. I can live my life based on this. Duh. Walk wisely. Right. Walk wisely. Do what's right. You know, because he's, he's, he's yeah. glorious in that. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it, it shows you the beauty and the glory of God who rules over the universe. Yeah. Right? Amen. In transcendent glory, he rules over all things. He's perfectly holy and glorious. And I, can, and I see him. I'm like, woof, you're huge. <laughs> yeah. I should obey you. Yeah. Right? I should know Amen. you. I should follow in your footsteps. Amen. I should do everything that you would call me to do because of who you are. Yeah. I now know God. That's crazy. And it changes everything. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you That's so much. Beautiful. Sorry, we both get preachy. This is dangerous. See, this is why we should keep doing these. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have any <laughs> questions, you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks.